Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What's up, Jen Mertland? What's up, Monica? Oh, man. Life is good. It's full of opportunities. Do you find that you get most stressed when you have like too many opportunities and you're like, how do I do this all? No. No, you don't? That's when I'm most stressed. That sounds awesome. I know. I don't get stressed in like times of slow or lack. Like I always know it's going to be fine. I really do. I yeah. get stressed when I say yes to too many things or like, oh, like, how do I take advantage of all this opportunity? Yeah. No, I think that's like, I don't know. That's when your priorities kick in, right? Like that's when you realize like what is the most important and talk to your friends and like, you're like, help me filter this. And sit still with clarity on what you want because the other yeah. stuff can go or be put on the back burner for another day. Exactly. Ah, but that's what stresses me out. I'm in a moment of stress because like there's so much good going on. So I don't know. You're excited. I'm excited. Well, I'm feeling ornery. So your excitement plus my ornery should be oh, cool. this should, should make for an interesting episode. All right, guys. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for doing all the social media stuff you do. We love interacting with you guys so much. So in today's episode, Jen and I are going to duke it out over this question. Is real estate collaborative or is it competitive? Is it competitive or collaborative? And you know, I'm gonna it. it depends on how many deals you do. Wait, did you say it depends? <laughs> I'm being a brat. Uh-huh, I know. I heard you say it depends, though. You hate that when I said that. I know. I'm not Switzerland on this necessarily. Okay. Well, tell me what you're thinking about this subject matter. Here's what I'm thinking about. I'm going to go with, I wish it were more collaborative, but if I had to pick a side, I would pick competitive, but not because I think like, not because me myself is competitive about it. I think other people are. Oh, so you're just putting a label on what it is right now. Yeah. Like in reality, not like me, myself, like I, mm-hmm. I'm a collaborative person. I mean, my team's name, team synergy. Like I prefer to be yeah. in a group. I work better on a team. Like to yeah. me, it makes sense. But I think that the mindset, if I'm looking at all of the agents internationally, the general consensus is in most agents sell four or five houses a year. And let's say you sell five houses a year. Each of your customers is 20% of your annual income. That's a big number. Mm-hmm. So you're likely going into it combative and competitively. And feeling very protective of that, right? And that, yeah. I call it Captain Save-A-Ho. That's probably not PC, but it's like Captain Save-A-Buyer. Like you are nurturing the heck out of that transaction mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. much so that you are in the way of getting it done. It's like you're squeezing the bird so tight in your hand, the bird is going to try to fly away. Have you seen Animaniacs? Uh-uh. What <laughs> it's Animaniacs? this old cartoon, and there's this little girl in it, and she does. She squeezes, squeeze. she's like, I love you, I'll squeeze you, I love you, I squeeze you. And she's like squeezing her pet, and the pet's like, ah! 
It's like that. <laughs> yes. And that's what people do with their buyers. Yes. Or they ignore they, them completely. They, well, right. But like, so what, how that comes across to the co-op agent is like not collaborative. Right. Maybe it's like, maybe competitive is not the right word either, but I would say like, just not collaborative. Yeah. You, you're getting, most agents are getting in the way during a transaction. They're getting in the way of their client's best interest. Because if I have somebody that's 20% of my annual income, I'm thinking about myself first. Not yeah. My yeah, it's true. Yeah, I think this- uh, It's true. Whole, Stop here, pause. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. It's very true. I'll give you that. Right. I think the whole topic that we're discussing today depends on which lens you're looking at it through. So- oh. If you are looking at like labeling how agents are kind of seeing things right now, I do agree with you. It's competitive. They think like they're against the co-op agent in a deal. Wrong. You have to like win something, which is a 100% the wrong mindset as you and I know. And as most agents try to know, you guys become a team. It's almost like you become a third team. Right. And your goal is the same is to get it over the freaking finish line, not to compete. Well, there are some states, specifically Florida, where those agents are actually transaction agents. Mm. They represent the transaction. I and like I think that. while we have in Ohio and in many other states, we have agency relationships. I do think it's like just because you have an agency relationship, it doesn't mean it has to be combative. Correct. You're not a lawyer. We're not getting a divorce. Like we're trying to get them married. Do you know That's what I mean? Right. Like <laughs> let's beat and happy and helpful. Not You're not on an episode of Law and Order trying to do the zinger, like the zinger at the end, like gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, right? <laughs> so my answer would have been collaborative because I looked at it from the standpoint of what is most beneficial to you, to the client, to the overall industry. If you really 90% of the time, if you treat this business from a collaborative standpoint, uh, now I say 90% because there is time to be competitive for yeah. sure. And I love like competitive more. doesn't have to be negative. It doesn't need to be yeah. in a negative sense. Right? No, it but, should be. It's a positive thing for me. Right. I mean, yeah. Sharon, my wife always says to me, when I find out that I'm in a competitive situation with a listing, she says, I like, I literally change, like, I change. What happens to you? I, I don't know. I become like the Hulk or something because oh. I love to compete for business. I'm not going to ever throw that agent under the table. I'm never using those tactics, but nothing fires me up more than game day in, in that way. But that is like, and I would argue you're more like Teen Wolf than the Hulk. <laughs> I am more like Teen Wolf. <laughs> 100% I'll give you that win there. But that's for that one appointment. That is not for when I get a contract together with another agent. That is not for a regular Tuesday in the afternoon when I'm trying to get something done. Like it's collaborative. It should be. It's how it functions best. And I encourage right now, if you are a top producing agent and you're looking at this business from a competitive scarcity standpoint, that not only are you hurting your business, but you're actually hurting the industry. You're the ones that we need seeing this from a collaborative standpoint, from an abundance standpoint, right? right? And yeah. helping lift others up and sharing your successes, quit hoarding them because you are limiting your success because you're hiding your little yeah. secrets, you know? Right. Your little That's dumb. And plus real estate has been going on for so long. There are no secrets. Like we didn't right. make that shit up. Right. You probably learned it from somebody. So pass it on. Right. Yeah. And the chances of anybody else actually doing it are very slim, but that's like a whole other topic. 
That is so, so true. Maybe, um, it's not, yeah, anyway. Let's take a quick break and then we come back. Let's talk about tips for if the co-op agent is like combative, uncooperative, how can we, some tips to turn that around and make it a more collaborative approach? How about that? Oh, I love that. That's a good thing to talk about. Okay. Let's take a break. Hear a word from our favorite partner and we will return in a minute. Hey guys, Monica here. I want to talk to you about one of the favorite partnerships and tools that I have in my real estate business. And you're going to want it in your real estate business too. It's a Choza Home Warranty. The best in the business, guys. They're different. They're different. And after all, isn't that what we want? Something that finally works for our homeowners. Achosa does a couple things different, but the one thing I want to highlight right here is that they let you choose your own contractors. Yes! That's what Achosa means after all, the ability or the power to choose. And so when your homeowner has something that needs fixed, they can call their own contractor and have them come in and get the quote and right there on the spot, call the Achosa Home Warranty Customer Service and they will approve the work right then and there and your contractor can get started and the problem can be solved and we're out the door. Isn't that awesome? So Achosa Home Warranty, guys, here's what you need to know. Use code Fight Club when you sign your buyer or seller up and that will give them $25 off their policy. $25 off with Fight Club. If you need to call, here's their number, 888-509-2916. 888-509-2916. Home Warranty. Fight Club for $25. Go get it. Welcome back to the Battle Inside the Ring. Listen, if you guys are not using our partner, Achosa Home Warranty, and using real estate, or Fight Club, Fight Club is the code word for 25 bucks off for your clients. $25. No brainer. You know what you can get for $25? You can get about two Starbucks coffees, depending on what you order. Maybe three. For sure. How much is your, what's your Starbucks order? I don't do Starbucks. I don't do coffee. I do a bottle of water when I order. A bottle? Oh my God. Yeah, I don't do caffeine. Mainly because- They have decaf. I've got enough. What do they have? They have decaf. I don't like coffee, I guess I should say. I don't like the taste of coffee. I love the smell of it. I love when Sharon makes it. My mom makes it. I love that smell. I don't want it. Yeah. I am going to unfriend you. I love coffee. I drink coffee all day long. But decaf- Can you imagine if it was caffeinated? No, we do not need that. that. Now there is a hot tea there that I will get like maybe twice a year. And it's some sort of citrus tea. So good. good. You're right. It's a Tazo orange tea. So yeah. So anyway. Anyway. Okay. Moving on. Back to the, uh, yeah, we digress. Okay. So I think the general topic from the first part of the podcast would be if you are thinking about this business from a competitive standpoint, there's like maybe a couple moments throughout the year that that's right. But in general, yeah. let's go look for collaboration. Let's create collaboration. It is what's best for your business and best for the industry in general. So how do we do that? So let's say the co because there's been times, right, where the co-op agent is just either like a narcissist or mm-hmm. just a total jerk, like condes- Yeah. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Or they, yeah. So how do we create collaboration inside of that? What are your tips? My tip is to hit it head on. I really just try to break the person with kindness, truthfully. And sometimes (laughs) 
I will. I will. I will. And I know how important a relationship is when before you even get into that contract situation. Like if I don't know that agent, I am coming at them with a true like heart of helping them of whatever I can do to just fast track that relationship, not in an inauthentic way, but just to really like get engaged with them. But if they're acting in a way, and I've had this happen, especially when I was new, I had this happen. Actually, I can remember one, the lady made me cry. I was so frustrated with her. She made you um, cry. Did you yeah, take out of her? frustration? Like it was that like tears of like, ah. she's just so mean and dumb. <laughs> like, she was she a bully. Was she's been a bully. But what I do now, if I'm getting that is I just hit it head on with Hey, I can sense that you're super frustrated with this situation. And listen, I get it. But you and I being frustrated with each other will actually hurt this. And I just want to remind you that we are on a team together to get this done for our clients. If that's what your client wants, does your client want this deal? Right. Yeah, but not under what I like. I get that. But can you and I take a step back from this energy and and try to be collaborative? would be the word I'd probably use and try to get this to happen instead of, I know you, you sound really frustrated with me and I'm not sure this is personal. But that's like a coaching, like that's coming at it. Like you're putting on like your coaching hat. It feels like what if you are coming from like, they do more deals than you like, and they're just condescending and they're just condescending. How would you attack that? Okay. I would uh, just like, don't be a bitch. I would, I would not do that. I would compliment. I'd say, Hey, look, I know that you you are an icon in this industry and I sense that you're frustrated with me, but I just want you to know, I'm just trying to do the best I can for my clients. And I want to work with you on this. And I'm sorry. I don't know. I feel like this is personal. And so I just want to have a conversation. Yeah. I love that. And I I imagine at that point, they would just like be quiet. Like you, there's nothing you can say from that, you know, unless they are like, yeah, it's really personal. Like I hate you. I hate you. You don't even know me. I know. I know. And and if I was new, I'd even say, I know you were new at one point. And what I know I'm doing is I'm doing the best I can for my client. I'm checking with my broker and I'm really working really hard here. And I just, I'm sorry, this is frustrating you. I just want to take the power out of that situation. Yeah, that's and awesome. feel bad. What would you do besides being a bitch? No, I was kidding. Mm-hmm. I would say that under my breath or I put it on mute. We had, I used to do a lot of inside sales, you know, like in other companies, not just here. And we had a mute button. And so like, if the person on the other end was like being a jerk, we would like mute it and say what we wanted to say. It only bit me in the butt like a couple of times. I was going to say, that sounds dangerous. (laughs) No, I'm trying to think like has, because the problem is, is like, I'm also a bully. So it's like, you have two bullies kind of going at each other and it doesn't, yeah. So it's like, you just get kind of through it. I don't know. I like your suggestion better. I think it's, yeah. it makes more sense. You know what I think I would really would just say is, hold on time. I'd say, hold on time out. Are you upset with me personally for some reason? Oh, there you go. Like, yeah. Um, because if they think I have done something wrong, then I need a chance to defend it or to whatever. I feel like this has become personal. Are you upset with me? Oh, that's great. I mean, this, this that's all really good stuff because it does. It does, like you said, it takes the power out of it. Right. Yeah. And it's like, cause most of the time it's not you, right. It's either, they're probably upset with their client, their clients are <laughs> huge or whatever. Their kids are being crazy. Their spouse is being crazy, like whatever. Right. Like it's probably yeah. not 
you. And that is a good opportunity to invite collaboration if they're open to it. Now, not everybody is right. And now, you know, you stand and that's it. And you just get through the transaction and don't work with them again. If you can help it, (laughs) you can help it. You know what I think this ties into, and we've talked about this on other podcasts is if that agent is desperate and attached to the money and freaking out, yeah, we'll show up a different way. If I come to this is why you should not represent yourself in a transaction. Oh, don't give me that shit. If I come to a deal completely unattached to the outcome from that way, other than of course, wanting what my clients want, but I'm unattached to the money attached to the deal. You just show up differently in confrontation. Well, that's why if you do more deals, each client Mm -hmm. is like represents a less percentage of your annual income. It's a lot easier because you're not focused on yourself. There's a, a math problem there. There's a balancing act. If you are feeling attached, it's because you're not doing what you know you need to do and you're not reaching your goals of what you set for yourself. That's so and true. So work harder, do more, do the things you know to do. Stop working on your business plan or whatever it is that you're doing just finding your head is work. Yeah. It's not work. Right. So true. Yeah. If you do 25 deals a year, losing one is 4% of your income. It just feels a lot different than 20. You're right. Look at that quick math. Was that even right? Yeah. I just got my calculator out. All right. right. I think that has to be the end of today's battle. Do you agree? I agree. Let's do that. And thanks guys for listening. As always, if you think somebody will appreciate this, actually send this to that agent. That was a real douche to you the last time you did a deal. (laughs) Definitely do that. And if you are an agent, you want to find out how to partner with Monica and myself, we can help you grow your business without taking more money out of your pocket. In fact, you getting more money. Yay. Yay. Give me a call or a text at 513-400-1691. All right. Thanks, Monica. All right. Thanks, Jen. See you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.